Welcome into the Balanced Working Moms podcast. This is Rena Misha, and I'm so glad you're here. If you're a busy mom like me who's juggling all the things, you're absolutely in the right place. In this podcast, you're going to learn secrets on how to live your life so you feel so much more balanced. Hello, my friend. It is so great to be here with you. Thank you for joining me for these next, I don't know, 20 minutes or so. So great to have you here. And how is your day going? This morning, I did something absolutely nuts. I think you're going to agree with me. But I rolled out of bed and I went right to yoga class. Oh my gosh. (laughs) I don't think the sun was up yet. It wasn't even 630 in the morning. And I went to yoga. It was a long class. It was an hour and a half, but it felt so good. It was taught by somebody so experienced. It's very rare to have somebody that experienced, but I think he was a teacher to other yoga teachers. Just incredible. Just incredible. You know what? I want to share something because when he was teaching the class, he did something I've never in my life seen done before. And I've done a lot of yoga, but what he did was throughout the class, he had people do Shavasana, which is called corpse pose. It's the final resting pose. I say final, but in most classes, it's what they end with. It's when you rest. And it was such a lesson to see him doing it throughout the class. And I thought the moral of the story was that you should rest After you've done some really invigorating poses, it's a good idea to rest. And I was chatting with somebody after the class, and they said there's another reason also. That is for mindfulness, to just sit and notice the effect of the poses on your body. So I learned a lot. I learned a lot from this class, and I'm glad I went. But I don't think I'm going to go again so soon. It's very early. (laughs) very early. And today on our podcast, we're going to talk about a topic that's very exciting for most of us. I know, we're very geeky. But we're going to talk about ways to get more organized, more organized, because there's just something about being organized that feels so incredibly great. You know, like a good yoga class. You know how things are, you know, When you're organized and things aren't a mess, it just makes you feel balanced. That's why I just compared it to a good yoga class. Yoga is on my mind. But you really feel balanced when things aren't a mess. You know where everything is. The house isn't a disaster. There's something to be said for that. It's very important to us. And today I'm going to give you some great hacks. I hope you're going to enjoy them. And that way you'll have that relaxed feeling of knowing where things are, knowing things are in order, and yeah, your house will look a little better. What's not to love? Let's dive right in. And my first suggestion isn't actually going to be something to organize physically, because you're a working mom and you have a lot going on in your brain. So my first suggestion 
because of course, this podcast is tailored to working moms whose brains are very full. And my first suggestion is don't be the only one in the house who knows everything. Ooh, maybe I should pause after saying that. Don't be the only one in the house who knows everything. Because that is very stressful. That is very stressful. When everybody is coming to you, you know, they don't know where things are. They don't know what's for dinner. They don't know where they're going that day. All this stuff, you're the one person. It actually reminds me of the workplace. You know, in the workplace, there's always one person who knows everything. They know everything and everybody comes to that one person. And sometimes they don't like to share information because they love being that one person. But you and I know that is not healthy. When I see somebody who does that, I just feel badly for them because they're harming themselves in the long run. It feels amazing when people have to come to you, but I want you to be balanced. And if everybody is coming to you for everything, you don't feel organized. Your day is in disarray. Their day is in disarray. No, you want an organized home. You cannot be the only one with the knowledge. So here are some ways you can do this. I like to use Google Calendar in my family because this way everybody knows what everyone is doing. Now, I know this means that everybody actually has to look at their calendar for this to work, but you know, at least it's there. And even if they look only sometimes, it still saves you some grief. So I really like Google Calendar and it took years But now people in my family, it's just a habit. I actually, just before recording this, I checked my email and my husband had made a grooming appointment for our dog, you know, because our dog gets groomed much more often than I do. He goes to the groomer, he gets his hair cut, and my husband put the appointment right into Google, right into the calendar. So that is very, very helpful. So now I know and the appointment is right there. I'm not the only one who knows. He's not the only one who knows. We both know. So it's much more likely that we'll take the dog to the groomer when he's scheduled to go. Now I'm all for electronic, but I have to confess that in addition to Google Calendar, I love also having a calendar on the wall. In a place a very obvious place where people will see it. People will see it because this is really great for kids of all ages, including yourself, because you can see what's coming up, you know, even fun things that you're looking forward to. It's just great to see it all in the calendar. And what I'm telling you is a lot, have it online, have a paper calendar, but You know, I find that sometimes I forget to update the paper one, the online one, I'm all over. But again, even if you just have some things on there, it still just helps. It helps. Everything helps. 
because you are no longer the one who knows everything. You know, it's so funny because last year I put down the dates that we were going on vacation and I can't even tell you how many times people in my family asked me, when are we going again? It was a very confusing time because it was right when camp ended and then there was a few days and then vacation. So I didn't blame them. I was confused also, but I kept telling them, go look at the calendar, go look. And I would physically walk to the calendar and show them and they would see, ah, there it is. And eventually you can guess what happened. They would go to the calendar themselves. So now I just have to remember to actually update the calendar, but it's so wonderful. It's so wonderful having it there. By the way, I want to let you know, even if your kids are young, you can also let them update the calendar. Me personally, I don't care how it looks. You know, if the kid is excited about their birthday coming up or about an event, it's so sweet to have them update it. And, you know, the next month, you'll just flip it over anyway. But it also takes it off your shoulders if the kids get used to updating stuff on their own. So that is two examples where you are not the only one who knows everything. And another example is with your grocery list. So what I do is I used a shared grocery app The one I like is called R Groceries, and I'll link it in the show notes, O-U-R, R Groceries. And what I love about it is that it's shared between me and my husband. You could also use Google Keep or whatever it is, but anytime somebody in your family thinks of something to add to the list, they can update it themselves. Now, if not everybody in your family has a phone, like my kids don't, I also have a written list that I later update into the software. But my point being is your kid should not be telling to you, oh, mommy, we need milk, right? Unless the kid can't write. (laughs) Because you don't want it all on your shoulders. That's what I don't want for you. So the point is to be organized, but you are not the single point of failure, okay? Do you love this? Do you love this? So important. So now let's talk about some other hacks you can do to be more organized. And these actually have to do with the home. The second hack is that you create a launch pad if you haven't already. Launch pad. I love that name. It sounds like you're taking a rocket ship up somewhere. But I used to be that person who didn't know where my keys were, where my sunglasses were. And it sounds like a small thing, but it is not a small thing. When you're trying to get out the door, you're probably late and you can't find your keys. That is so incredibly stressful, isn't it? You know, you know, you've done this. It felt like my whole life changed when I put drawers in our closet. We have a hallway closet where people put their coats and forget about the coats. I didn't care about people's coats. I put a little drawer system in there. Um, I think it was a standalone system from Alpha. And it's really stable, doesn't move. 
And I now have a place. I have a place for my sunglasses. I have a place for my keys. And this doesn't have to be a Pinterest project, right? Even though I'm describing that mine is a little fancy because I literally bought, you know, a system, not a system, but a standalone unit with my drawers, it doesn't have to be fancy. It doesn't have to be a Pinterest project because I think that's where most of us don't create anything. We think, oh, this is a big deal, you know? So if you don't already have this, I think it's very important for your stress levels and it makes all the difference in your home. When you know, here's where my keys always go. This is it. This is all I need. And in my efforts to tell you not to make this into a big Pinterest project, I want to tell you that the first time I did this was right out of college And I had my first apartment with a roommate and we just had a basket. It was her idea. I can't take any credit for it. And we just had a basket. We each had our own and we put our mail, we put our keys, our sunglasses. And I'm very thankful to my roommate because it was such a good system. So simple, right? These two baskets. And Another thing that I've done after I moved away on my own, I bought a crystal bowl. It wasn't, I say crystal, so you're going to think it's going to be really pretty and, you know, a big deal, but maybe it was a $15 small crystal bowl. That's it. Very simple, yet elegant, because I like elegant. And it was see-through, which probably wasn't the best because it had keys in there and that kind of thing. But I'm doing this to show you the different things you can do. You know, you can buy a set of drawers like I did. You could have a little basket. You could have a crystal bowl. Whatever you want to do, the point is your keys and your sunglasses go in there every single time. Every single time. As soon as you get home, you have this launch pad and that is where your stuff goes. It just creates so much organization in your life, so much less drama. So I highly, highly recommend that. And my next suggestion to you is a little similar and it makes me laugh, makes me laugh. And a lot of people do this. Why am I now just catching on? This is so popular. Once I looked it up, I couldn't believe it. And if you've already been doing this, I am so jealous of you, but maybe you're new to it like I am because I just didn't know. I didn't know. (laughs) And what my suggestion is, is that you create a clutter basket. What does this mean? What's a clutter basket? So what this is, is that there are places in your home that are just magnets to clutter. No matter what you do, they always get cluttered. And you probably already know where these are in your own home. In my home, it's the dining room table. I cannot keep it clean. I don't know why. (laughs) I wish I could. It's always such a mess and it makes the whole room look terrible and I hate it. But with a clutter basket, what you do is you're a little sneaky, 
because you anticipate, you anticipate where these areas in your home, where they are that they get clutter and you put a basket there. And then you just throw all the clutter right in the basket and you still have clutter, but at least it doesn't look terrible. I think this is such a great idea. Like I said, I don't know why no one ever told me about this before. So if you didn't know about this, I am so happy for you to hear this now. And I'll tell you where we have different clutter baskets throughout our house. So welcome to my home. As soon as you come in, there is a basket. And that's great, especially for library books, because we're always having books that are supposed to go back and forth to the library. This way, if they're in the basket, we just take them as we go. And there it is. And of course, we also put random other things in there. So good. So good to have one for me, at least, right when you come in the house. Another place we have one is right near the dining room couch. That is so good because just so much stuff collects there. Again, I don't know where it comes from, but having a place to put it makes the dining room a little better, a little better. Now, I personally don't have one here, but a lot of people keep a clutter basket in their kitchen. The kitchen is a great place for one because that's where most people throw their junk. See, for me, the dining room table is before the kitchen, so it lands there first. But for most people, there's some counter in the kitchen that just gets crazy. You know, it just collects everything. So having a basket there would make your kitchen just look so much better. So much better. I really hope that you implement this suggestion because it makes such a difference. Again, where has this been in my life? The next tip I want to share with you is not a physical thing. See, as working moms, we need, you know, the physical thing like the launch pad, clutter basket, but we also have some other hacks. Some of them may not look like a basket, but they're just important. And this hack is to use the two minute rule. Do you know the two minute rule? This is such a great rule. And I'll give you a demonstration of it before I tell you what it is. And that is yesterday when I was eating lunch, I was so tempted to put my bowl in the sink, right? How often does this happen to you? I just, I was done eating. I wanted to move on with my day, keep going. And my lunch was actually very late. I didn't eat till maybe two o'clock. So I had even more incentive to just move on with my day. But here's what the two-minute rule is. And the two-minute rule is that if something takes you less than two minutes, do it right away. Right away. Do not pass go. Do not leave it for later. Just do it now. So how long did it take me to just put the plate in the dishwasher? I don't know, 15 seconds, probably not even. And then inertia happens. Thank God for inertia. It can really help us when we use it well, when we use it purposefully. And it went so quick to put my bowl or plate away that I cleared off a little bit of the counter, 
where maybe other people hadn't done the same. Another 15 seconds. And before you know it, the whole kitchen was looking better. I think I did a little bit more cleanup and boom, no big deal. Less than two minutes. Just do it right away. I find this little rule keeps my house so much more organized and in control. It's unbelievable. It is unbelievable. Just two minutes. So every time you think to yourself, I'll leave that for later, ask yourself, can I do it in two minutes or less? And if you can, just do it. Another example with this is hanging up your coat. You know, how often do we just want to throw it over the banister, kick it to the side? But I think to myself, two minute rule, just put it away where it belongs. And then of course, your whole house looks better. Everything is better. Let's do the final hack that I want to tell you about. And this one also involves not a single basket, not a bowl, nothing like that. But it's something you should do every week. Every week, I really recommend this. And that is, drumroll, (laughs) review your calendar for the week. Look at your calendar. This is so important to do. And I know I don't need to tell you why. Because if there's one thing I hate, it's being surprised by an appointment that I did not realize was coming up. I didn't know it was coming, and there it is. How many times has your kid had an orthodontist appointment and you remember the day before? Well, hopefully you remember the day before and you don't remember that day or miss it. But what happens is that when we don't realize at the beginning of the week, I feel like subconsciously we're always planning our day. You know, I'll make dinner at this time, I'll come home from work at this time, whatever it is. And when we don't know what the week ahead of us looks like, we just get so disrupted. When we think we're going to be doing one thing and then we're not, to me, it just throws everything off. I feel like a very disorganized person and I don't like it. It's not a good way to live my life. And I also don't want you in a bad mood because you're forgetting about something that's just going to throw off your whole day. So I go way above and beyond. What I do is every Sunday, I go on my digital calendar and I copy down all my appointments onto my paper calendar. That is way, way above and beyond. I don't recommend that you go to that level, you know, of appointments. But the reason why I do it is because once when I was learning to be a coach, we had practice clients when we were learning to be a coach and I had a practice client and I forgot. I forgot about the appointment and thank God it happened with a practice client. But since then, I am terrified of forgetting an appointment. And there's something about it when I see it on paper It just helps me remember it even better. So I like to transcribe it. For you, just take a quick peek. That's all you need. Look at what's coming up ahead and that will make you feel so much more organized. You'll be so much more in control of your life and your days. All right, 
So did this episode inspire you to add a little bit more organization to your life? I'm curious of all the hacks we talked about, which one was your favorite? Let's go over them again in case you forgot. Hack number one, don't be the only one in the house who knows everything, please. Please don't be the only single point of contact. That is too much stress. Hack number two, create a launch pad. Have a place where you put your keys, your sunglasses, everything you need when you leave your home. Hack number three, create a clutter basket. The places that you have in your house that tend to collect clutter, put a basket there so at least the clutter isn't out in the open. Hack number four, use the two-minute rule. If something takes less than two minutes, just do it now. Do it right away. Your house will be so much cleaner. And hack number five, review your calendar for the week. So important. So which of these hacks are you going to do first? And I bet you're like me. Don't you love it when you do something small and everything in life feels so much easier? Because all these hacks are teeny tiny, right? They're just small things you could do, but what a difference they can make. What a difference. I appreciate you listening to the podcast today and every day. It's always so good to have you here with me as we explore what it's like to just make little improvements that make such a huge difference. And of course, these hacks will also help you be more balanced. If you want to keep learning how to be more balanced, be sure to sign up for my free audio class on balance. The link is in the description. Have a wonderful, wonderful week, and we'll talk again soon. Take care.